two big things that's proven really effective for KidNest is building a really strong community via our social media platforms. And secondly, tapping into the media for publicity is very important. And media attention works very effectively to educate the market about the sharing economy concept and, and it does heighten awareness. So community is very, very important and building that on your social media platforms. Hello and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps marketers, business leaders and entrepreneurs sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Each fortnight, we bring you a deep diving interview with a marketing specialist from around the globe who can help you gain insights about this influential consumer. Let's hear from our host, Katrina McCarter. Hello listeners, it's your podcast host, Katrina McCarter. Today, I have got a very special guest with me. I have got the founder um, of Kidnest. Now, this is an online childminding introductory platform, and it's kind of the first app of its kind in the market in Australia, and it allows uh, like-minded parents to connect and share childminding for their children without some of the costs and challenges of traditional childcare. So I I'm actually speaking with Timothy Wise, the founder of Kidness today. And in our discussion, Tim and I really discuss the booming sharing economy and what implications this might have for many brands. We talk about some of the changing views around the sharing economy and why the Australia Pacific region is more open to the sharing economy uh, than other regions around the world. And we discuss some tips around how to market a sharing economy concept. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. Today, our guest on the show is Tim Wise, founder of Kidnest. Now, welcome to the show, Tim. Thanks, Katrina, for having me on your show. It's brilliant. Terrific. Now, Tim, we actually met earlier in the year. Uh, We were introduced to each other by your very dynamic CEO, Karen Monaghan, and she had brought me into Kidness to actually provide some advisory work. And I was so impressed by the potential impact of your business that I actually joined your board. For our listeners who might be unfamiliar with Kidness, can you please tell us a little bit about the business and how it came about? Yeah, it came about from um, experiencing the problem firsthand. I was living in Balmain in Sydney at the time and we had our first son, Zach, in 2008. 2009, we decided after about a year that my wife wanted to get back to work. So we basically walked up the street. The daycare centre was about 150 metres away. We went in there and, and we said to the reception that we would like to put Zach in for five days a week. And she looked through the book and basically said to us, uh, well, you haven't registered him. And we said, well, when when did we need to? And she came back and said, oh, it should have been about a, about a year ago. So that kind of rang alarm bells. I then naively asked if there was spaces, how much a day was it going to be? And I was, I, was, I was honestly expecting about probably $15 or $20 a day. She came back and said it was going to be about $95 a day. So we were actually quite shocked. And we, I went back home and got a spreadsheet out and just did a rough calculation of how much my wife would be earning for doing a 45, 50-hour week minus the 38% tax, minus the super, minus travel expenses, and then minus the daycare costs, taking into consideration just a small government rebate. 
And it worked out to be like, you know, working a 45, 50 hour week, she'd be earning like $7 an hour. So it wasn't, it wasn't worth her time. So we decided that it was, it's best off to spend quality time with our son, Zach, for quite a few years ahead. We were in a lucky situation where we had her parents who were out from the UK. So we, we did have some backing, which was great. But from that point on, I just was, was every time I went out and speaking with young mums and dads, everyone was having the same problem about cost and availability. Young women were always saying, well, I really want to get back to work and have a second income. So I kept on thinking about it for, for many, many years. And and in, in Balmain, where we live, there's a lot of cafes and parks and just seeing lots of mums groups together and, and, and obviously some dads and they're all helping each other out in a group. And I had a like a bit of a light bulb moment thinking, well, what about if the parents came together and they took it in turns of looking after the kids in the privacy of their own home? And that's where the idea came from. And I started researching a bit more and more. And over the years, I spoke to hundreds of mums and dads. When I find a problem, I want to try and find the solution. And that was that was kind of the solution. I then went and researched quite a lot of, uh, at, sorry, at the time there was Uber was starting up and Airbnb was starting up. So I, I, I looked at the tech around that and and had the initial idea of, of Kidness, which will be a tech platform that can introduce like-minded mums and dads in the local community where they can come together and form nests and the nests can be at the privacy of their own homes and if there was a group of five or six families, they could take it in terms of looking after the kids in the privacy of their own home and the mum and or the dad can go back to work and earn a second income, which was very, very important. So that's where it kind of first started out, Katrina. Well, I share your journey on availability of childcare. I had my first child back in 2001 and, again, very naively uh, dropped off down to the local childcare to, uh, to see whether I could put her and get a couple of days a week. And it was nine months before we picked up a couple of days and it was really through working a few contacts that, that, that we had in the childcare industry to really even get her a place. But in the interim, my husband actually needed to take time off. So uh, this is certainly an, an age-old uh, a problem and, and one that really hasn't been adequately dealt with. And that was, I guess, my excitement around Kidnest and this child mining introductory that, that I was really, really interested in. So so I'm really keen, Tim, to talk about the size of the market and some of the economic and social impacts. How, how big is the childcare issue for parents in Australia and what will it mean to have more parents? And I guess we're really specifically talking about more women back in the workforce. Yeah, well, childcare is a huge issue for many, many young parents in Australia. You know, the costs are getting way out of control. It, it, it seems like every second day in the press, there's an article about the cost of childcare or issues of childcare. The average daily rate for childcare is now about $117 a day. Some suburbs in Sydney, some centres are charging up to $200 a day. So it's just it's just getting way out of control. I actually spoke to a, a mum a few weeks ago and uh, she's a doctor and her husband works in the banking industry, so they don't qualify for the government rebate. They have three kids. They're paying about $68,000 a year for their children, which is a huge amount. Getting parents, especially women, back in the workforce would have a huge impact on the Australian economy. About you know, 6% of women entering the workforce will add about $20 billion to the Australian economy. And if we could get more women back in the workforce, there'd be second incomes. We can pay off mortgages quicker. We can get second cars, kids' education. All this improves the economy, and that's the power of what I think Kidness is going to do. It's a real, it's a, it's a true disruptor. It's not just a little babysitting service. We are far more powerful than that. 
Before we continue with the podcast episode, I want to tell you about our podcast sponsor, Cooperate. Cooperate is a powerful marketing technology platform that allows marketers to visualize your brand's customer journey, deliver great content at each stage of that journey, and see how it all performs, all managed from one centralized location. Cooperate has been built by marketers for marketers. I've actually had the opportunity to see the platform in action and I genuinely think it's worth taking a look at if you're a marketer managing large brands which want to attract more mums. Now let's head back to the podcast. Can you actually tell us, Tim, about how Kidness works? Yeah, well, Kidness is a a digital introductory platform that introduces like-minded parents with preschool-aged kids who live in the same community and they come together and form nests and the nests uh, will be in the privacy of of each other's houses. And if you had a nest of five families, each parent can look after the the kids in the nest in the privacy of their own home one day a week, freeing up the mum or the dad to go back to work four days a week. So that's basically how it works. Uh, you join Kidness through the through the app. Everyone must have a working with children certificate, which includes a police check. If you can't find a nest in your area, you can create your own nest and people will apply for you. Once you've joined, you, you, you message people, you get to know them. You can then meet them up in the local cafe. You actually go to their house and you can see the house and fill out some security protocols and checklists to make sure the house is ready to host a nest. And then you sort out weekly schedules through our, our, our um, scheduling system. We have educational modules and schedules, kids are signed in and out every, every morning and every evening. So we're building as many security features around it as possible. Okay, so just with these nests, so if I've got a particular interest, for instance, I'm a woman-led business owner, I could form a nest that has other mothers in business as well and we could almost have like a, a nest around mums in business. Exactly, I could have a nest if I've got an anaphylactic child and I could form a nest with other children with anaphylactic issues as well. well is, is, that, is that what you mean? Exactly, exactly. You, you can form your own nest depending on, your, on each parent's requirements. And, and a nest can be just two families, a nest can be three families or a nest can be five families. A proper nest from my point of view, if it was to get women back into the workforce, would be five families and you each take it in turn. So on the Monday, Katrina, you'd look after all the kids and you have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off to go back to work. And if you knew that and it was in a schedule, you could you could actually start phoning around and, and getting back to work four days a week. And that's the power of Kidness. Yeah, fantastic. Now, Tim, one of the reasons I wanted to get you in on the show was that I wanted to talk about the rise of the sharing economy. I'm seeing this really strong trend towards minimalism, sustainability, and this desire to save time and money. And I firmly believe that the sharing economy is going to really disrupt current market sectors and challenge existing selling models in the coming decade. Now, I know that you've been researching your idea for Kidnest over the past six years, and I wanted to ask you what you've noticed. Have you seen the attitudes of parents change over this time that they'd actually be open to sharing child mining responsibilities? Yes, Katrina, definitely. Um, when I was researching Kidnest, I looked into Uber and Airbnb. Uber started out in San Francisco in uh, 2008. And it was interesting because when it first started out, people were hesitant. The driver was hesitant in having a strange jump in their car and the, and the stranger was nervous jumping into an unregulated taxi service. 
And they had a, a very, very slow adoption, but then it went pretty ballistic once people started trusting each other. And the same thing for Airbnb when, when that hit the market. You know, people were nervous about getting a stranger in their second bedroom and, and, and look at Airbnb now. So it's, it's a real mindset that's changing with people. Disruption happens in an industry because it's needed. So I took the Uber model and applied it to Kidnest and, you know, speaking with thousands of parents over the last, you know, few years. The, what I found, the, the older generation who are new to the sharing economy are a bit hesitant when I talk to them about Kidnest because they, they haven't really grown up with tech and, and the sharing economy. But, but the younger generation, the ones that will benefit from Kidnest, seems to have no issues at all. They are saying to us, you know, when is it, where do you, when do we need it? Because they've grown up, you know, with this tech and with the the start of the of the sharing economy. Some of the savvy older generations are also saying, if Kidness was around at my time, I would use it. So Kidness is not doing anything different from what my mum was doing seventy years ago, except we're just techizing it and opening it up to to a whole community and making it really simple to join and and use. So that that's that's where I think it's going, Katrina. Your podcast host, Katrina McCarter, has launched her second book. Called The Mother of All Opportunities, this book has been written for board directors, C-suite, senior marketers and business owners to shine a light on the enormous opportunities for growth which exist in the mum market. Katrina demonstrates why now is the right time to rethink your relationship with the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Fast track your brand and build a competitive advantage by gaining critical research-based insights into this massive and underserved market. If you live in Australia, you can get your copy from www.marketingtomums.com.au forward slash book. If you live overseas, you can get your copy from Amazon. Research tells us that Australians are very supportive of brands that are entering the sharing economy. And I was actually reading a Nelson report, which spoke about how the Asia Pacific region in particular is seen as being the most open to the sharing economy. I've watched Sheba, which is a ride sharing platform for women and children, successfully crowdfund $3 million in investment, with the majority of these investors being women. And there certainly seems to be an appetite for it. Now, I know that you've been studying the sharing economy for you know the past six years. So one of my questions that I wanted to ask you is, and it probably harps on to, to what we were just discussing, is the sharing economy limited to the younger crowd or how would marketers engage an older demographic in the sharing economy? Yeah, great question. Look, I, I wouldn't rule out the older demographics at all. You know, certainly say Generation Z and the, and the millennial generations have been early adopters of the sharing economy. But I think this will definitely change over time the more disrupting tech comes into, into the market. They will not be seen as disruptive anymore, but, but that's the way things are done nowadays. Yeah, speaking from a kidness perspective, I've really seen a strong interest from the tech first mums se- segment, and you know a lot about that, Katrina. You know, they are clearly looking to tech first to solve the problems. What we do at Kidness really la- you know, lends itself well with catering for this market of, of millennial parents. You know, they are high users of the sharing economy. Uh, Tim, well, look, we've got a large number of marketers and senior managers and business owners who listen to our show. I'm keen to understand from your experience with Kidnest, what are some of the, you know, big do's and don'ts when marketing a sharing economy concept that you could share with us? 
I think the two big things that's proven really effective for Kidnest is building a, a really strong community via our social media platforms, and you know, and secondly, tapping into the into the media for publicity is very, very important. And and when I mean media, that's um, the local magazines, podcasts, just like we're doing now, Katrina, the general press as well. Media attention works very effectively to educate the market about the sharing economy concept, and and it, it does heighten awareness. So. Community is, is very, very important and building that on, on, on your social media platforms. Great. Now, Tim, you've got a background in television. I know that. Do you think that traditional marketing channels have got a place in promoting the sharing economy solutions or should marketers be driving more through new media? Uh, yeah, well, that's a great question. Look, it really comes down to the marketing budget for each company. You know, if, if you're a small business or a startup like you know, like we've been, we've, we've got limited funds to to put into mainstream marketing. So cross-media social platforms like YouTube have been, have been the way to go. You've got you know, kids these days starting up the, their own YouTube channels and they're getting a million followers and that can revert into an actual TV show. So you can, you can really build it organically. Uber has got a massive marketing budget, but I, I didn't really hear about Uber. I, I was A friend told me to, to download the app and use Uber, which was amazing. So it's a lot of it's word of mouth as well. So, again, it's really up to, you know, the size of the marketing budget you have. Okay. Now, can you tell us what's next for Kidnest? We ha- it's very, very exciting times ahead for Kidnest. We are currently going through our crowdfunding raise, but more importantly, we are starting up a pilot or a trial in St Kilda. We've got the backing of two of the schools in St Kilda, which is brilliant. We've got people signing up for the app when it's ready for release next year. And we're going to be working with the trials all the way up to Christmas time this year. And, and the plan is we'll, we'll test it pretty much as much as we can in, in St Kilda and then replicate that into the other suburbs and grow suburb by suburb. Once we get quite a good release in Melbourne, we'll then copy that same format in Sydney and then go hopefully nationally. And then we do have plans to go globally, which will be very exciting. So, Tim, if people wanted to learn more about you or Kidness, what's the best way for them to reach out? Uh, the best way would be go to our website, which is kidness.com.au. There's lots of Q&As about how the app works and there's more details there. You can register for more for our newsletter that we're putting out, obviously on LinkedIn, which is a great way of, of networking as well. And I'm always open up for phone calls. I answer my phone anytime and happy to answer any questions. For anyone who's interested, they can go over to those two sites. Fantastic. Thanks very much for sharing. So for our listeners, Tim has shown us how Kidnest is looking to disrupt childcare. But I really want to ask you, has your brand started preparing for how the sharing economy might disrupt your future strategy? I firmly believe that the sharing economy will shake up many industries, ones that we haven't even considered yet over the coming decade. So much so, I see it as one of the eight key strategies brands need to consider in the coming decade, which I discuss in my new book, The Mother of All Opportunities. Tim, I would like to thank you for sharing your startup business story with us and being part of Marketing to Mums, the podcast. Thank you very much for having me on the show, Katrina. That was lovely. Terrific. Look, I truly believe that the sharing economy will disrupt 
many unsuspecting brands over the coming decade, we're seeing consumers have become far more conscious shoppers and are seeking to own less. And this is only going to increase in the coming decade. It's so important for marketers to have strong awareness around these consumer changes, which we discussed in today's episode. I really encourage you to uh, sit with this information, perhaps listen to the episode again or get your team listening to the episode and then come together and have a conversation about how it might impact your business or your brand in the coming five to 10 year period. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. You've been listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps you drive sales and profit in your organization by developing a deeper understanding of the world's most powerful consumer, mums. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review and tell us what your key takeaway was or who your favorite guest was and why. If you would like to get the show notes from today's episode or any of the links mentioned, all you need to do is head to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Don't forget to sign up to receive an email to let you know when the next episode is released. Thanks for listening.